0: to this episode of the ramblin runnels podcast hosted by jesse runnels um i apologize deeply for waiting forever to put out a podcast um it is entirely my fault no one else's and the only excuse i have is that i work nights and i i just i don't know it. For some reason, that gets in the way for my schedule to want to do a podcast or think about doing one. Um, I'm also taking online classes as well, but still, I should have the time to commit at least 20 to 30 minutes a week to do a podcast. And I apologize for that, folks. I've done this. At least two or three times now, going weeks and weeks without putting one out, and uh, sorry to do that to you people. Uh, each time this is happening, at least one person is contacting me, or somehow some kind of exchange happened where somebody wanted me to put out a podcast. Um, I will say I would appreciate if people would. Send uh, emails, even while I was doing the podcast consistently. No one sent emails to the Runnels at gmail.com. Um, suggestions on topics and, you know, what you would like to hear in the podcast would be, uh, I would be very grateful you can reach me on social media as well. Uh, most people who listen to the podcast are my friends so you know how to reach me and uh also if you want to be a guest on the podcast that is also available as well so I'm saying that right up front rather than at the end because I don't, I think people don't listen at the end so there's that um let's see um Yeah, I mean, what have I been doing? Not a whole lot. Just uh, working, going to school, trying to cope through the pandemic. Um, I know that I'm releasing this at a time when, you know, the political climate changed. And I'll try not to get too deep into that because I have friends on both sides of the fence on the political Uh, environment and I'm trying not to offend anyone also um, I can't really comment on who I voted for publicly because I'm a state employee for Louisiana so there's that um also um what else I've been trying to do Um, uh, since I work nights I don't really enjoy that but it pays the bills for us and um I'm just trying to um, help our family out. So I've been trying to find a job in St. Louis, and uh, I've been trying to find the right job as well. So hopefully um, an opportunity comes soon. Um, I've had uh, interviews, like phone interviews, but nothing after that, so hopefully um, I just had a recent phone interview with a company and hopefully that goes as planned like better. So we'll see, Um, let's see, Um, yeah I've been uh, going to school, I'm within a year from getting my bachelors online and that's like, I kind of feel bad about it that now, It'll be nine years once I graduate that I've been out of the military. So that's a little disappointing to me that I waited that long. But I am, the amount of time that it's taken me while starting school has been just about the same as it would have for anyone else. And uh, I'll give a shout out to where I go to school, Western Governors University. I recommend it. Um, it is a it's a different take on school rather than uh, actually going through material. It's, it's it breaks the traditional mold for school. So uh, that's all I'll say about them. And uh, it's actually uh, regionally accredited, which. Uh, is a very good thing for when you wanna go for federal and state jobs because a lot of those jobs only accept regional accreditation so I would recommend if anyone's going to school to look into that and uh, that's the biggest con in America uh, technical schools or schools that just have some kind of uh BS accreditation and that'll uh, depends on where you go to work but you might be restricted to working for private companies for your whole career so think about that um what else uh I don't know uh I haven't really traveled a whole lot since uh like July really you know that's when we last went up to St. Louis, um, we've traveled around, uh, Mississippi a little bit, um, but that's about it, um, we went up to a, uh, Chautauqua in Mississippi, and we went to Natchez, um, and that's about it, uh, A Chautauqua is like a, uh, it's like a 19th century, early 20th century like kind of like a entertainment pre-radio type situation where people would like it. It was just kind of like a gathering for people to be entertained and uh, kind of like a summer camp kind of thing. Um, also, we went to, which was pretty cool, out of all the Chautauquas I've been to, so that was the third one I've been to, I've been to the one in Boulder, and I went to the one that's in Illinois, where Joe's family has a cottage, and the one that's in Illinois, even, it's, uh, still, like, active as a Chautauqua, and, uh, it's great. The one in Boulder seems kind of uh, I mean it's fine but I, I would recommend Jill's Chautauquas being the number one and the one in Mississippi because it's just kind of like a historical site at this point it's not even a, an active Chautauqua but it's it's cool to see there like what it was and you know what it is because I've seen an act of Chautauqua and what it's like to be there during, like, what happens that, um... Uh, y- you could put it all together. So, um... Uh, it just sucks that, uh... I don't know, I guess, like, Mississippi can't really support that financially. Like, who wants to have a summer vacation, in Crystal Springs, Mississippi? So, um... Yeah, um... But also that's what's in uh, Crystal Springs is the uh, Robert Johnson uh, Historical Museum. We didn't get a chance to go to it, but um, if anyone doesn't know who Robert Johnson is, he's the, like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the Crossroads in Mississippi, but the Crossroads in Mississippi is apparently where his legend is that he went there and sold a soul of the devil and became a better blues player on the guitar. And you see that in the in the movie Oh Brother" where Art thou? So you have to kind of you know grain of salt sort of thing, like you know who can actually believe that. But it's uh it's a you know it's something to you know, think about. I don't know. It's interesting. Peculiar. Uh, there's an interesting documentary about him in, uh, Netflix. I recommend that. Um. What else have I been doing? Um. Been, uh, I don't know, watching a lot of TV, movies, um. Also, we've had a lot of hurricanes. Um. Uh. And, uh, we recently got a new cat, uh, his name's Ryford. he's like a Himalayan Persian, I guess, not entirely sure what he is, and, uh, during Hurricane Delta, Ryford decided to make a, uh, escape, he, he leaped and escaped, and he was gone for 24 hours, just about, and uh... we were able to find him we are very lucky to find him and um, he... so how he escaped the hurricane was so windy that it blew up in one of our doors to our balcony and uh... when, he, when that happened he apparently I guess he leaped off our second floor balcony and ran off and hid for a whole day and uh, we, uh, we searched all day for them, like 12, 13 hours, looking for them. We eventually found them. And all our friends helped. We put up flyers everywhere. We looked everywhere. And uh, we didn't have to have the flyers up for long. We took them all down when we found them by a, a dumpster. And, uh, yeah, we were lucky to find them. So, uh, I'm real glad that we found him And that he's back in our family I cried uh, Before I wasn't too sure If I was like too thrilled about him Because I thought like Oh he's Jill's cat He's not my cat He doesn't care about me So I only did it because I just wanted to make Jill happy But he's now both our cats He's definitely a mama's boy So We uh Accept him entirely in our family even me and uh, I love him and I'm publicly man enough to say that uh, and I'm glad we found him and uh, he's no replacement for our previous cats but he's a nice addition to our family and I'm glad we found him I was worried excuse me um also um I don't know uh let's see uh let's get into some current events now I'm glad Ryford's in our family uh yeah so uh let's see somebody put me on uh, Starlink which is uh Elon Musk's answer to uh internet solutions. I don't know why I did the extra s there and the however I think an apostrophe sounds in my mind. But um so Starlink is a uh, is his answer to why people in the rural areas can't get internet. He's like putting satellites in orbit in between where normal satellites are and, like, closer to Earth. And hopefully this answers our, uh, how we can transfer data and get the Internet. And I hope this, uh, shakes up the the market for the monopolies that Internet companies have on just about any market. So, so, like... Uh, I mean, I guess I can't say, I'll say company, like Cox, uh, Comcast, Spectrum, like Charter, all those companies usually own all of the actual infrastructure for the, how cable is ran through each city, so like they own the copper infrastructure, the actual physical wiring. So, if any company comes into town trying to shake up their market, they can't. So, this might be able to bypass this because it's a satellite and it might actually be fast internet. So, it might screw these companies over big time. So, I'm very glad to see that because since these companies have... uh, like, like uh, the the monopoly that they do. Um, let's say that. Uh, let's say that. Uh, for instance, for me, I paid like fifty dollars a year with my company. I have Cox, and then after a year, it went up to eighty a month, just because we were prorated at a price for that year as a discount. So I I pay $80 a month for 50 megabits per second internet. So do the math, I'm paying, let me just do the math real quick, but 50 megabits or I don't know. I don't know the math, but uh, 80 divided by 50. I'm paying like a of a megabit or some shit like that. Um, that's a lot. And uh, I know a lot of other companies pay less for more. So it's complete BS as to why. Um, so, yeah, let's... Uh, I think that's, how, that's all I have about uh, current events. Um... I guess I'll, I'll just say it. Biden won president, um, which is, you know, um, I'll just say it like this. A candidate I supported. Um, won't say who I vote for, but you can guess from that statement. Um, but he, uh, he, I, and I'm, you know, I'm glad he won, but I also like his message and I don't think they'll take to it it's time I think we should get behind Biden no matter what and I know the country doesn't want to but Biden won and I hope uh this country can heal and if anything what Trump showed is that this country has got a long time to come along as far as being uh you know, uh... civil, or, uh... I guess that's the nicest way I could say that, um... to abolish the southern roots of what was going on in the 1800s. I, I feel Trump was their excuse to uh, try to reintroduce a certain, uh, thing that got abolished by a man named Lincoln. And you could put that all together. If you want. But that's what I think. And that's my opinion. Why else would you be so upset. By the rebel flag being. Uh, you know taken away from the Mississippi flag. And the confederate statues. That's all I really have to say about that. Um, I don't care if this upsets my family. What have you. But um, yeah. That's uh, some current events there. And um, I'm done with the current events now. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll end the podcast now. Uh, Jill was taking a nap and uh, she couldn't be on this week. Or we might bring her on. Might do a two pod. I don't know what we'll do this week, but we'll see. But um. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, and I hope, uh, if anyone seriously wants to be on this podcast as a guest, uh, I usually use Skype to, if you're remote, to in, in interview people, and people have, have turned that down in the past. But, um, it's, it works well for all the other remote guests, so, um, If you want to be on, just think about that. Uh, Also, um, you can reach me on various social medias, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, The only thing that's different, like Jesse Runnels on Facebook, uh, Jesse.Runnels on Instagram, and Jesse underscore Runnels on Twitter. And you can email me directly at ramblingrunnels at gmail.com. And I really hope you guys enjoy this week's episode of the podcast. And thanks for listening. Bye.